What up, what up? Welcome to Tuesdays with Nick and Cole. It is February 25th. All right, this week we got our sports rundown as per usual, going to our wing review, got our coach's corner, still doing Take Back Tuesday, looking at the world record challenge again, doing what movies has Trent not seen, and then finishing off with questions from the fans. Sports rundown. Unfortunately, both the men's and women's tennis team fell to St. Mary's. The men fell 5-4 in a marathon match, and the women's tennis team fell 7-2. The men's basketball game, McGowan scores his 1,000th career point against Nebraska Wesleyan as they fell there. I will tell you what, um, as we talk about the women's basketball game um, against Wartburg, I know that we fell uh, in overtime, uh, but that was, honestly, that was one of the most hype like women's basketball games that I've been to, the crowds were were full. Yeah, um, I mean it was a great game. I'm be interested to watch uh, that conference championship against Warburg because yeah. um, yeah. it's one and one um, right now, like head to head, and they've actually both won on the road, which is kind of crazy to think. Yeah, interesting. So and it kinda, I'm a little biased. I don't think that was a foul. Not even going to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back to that sports rundown. So. They did bounce back, and they did dominate against Nebraska Wesleyan over the weekend. Uh, men's volleyball, they lost on Saturday to Carthage, but they bounced back against my old school, represent. Um, they swept Milliken, so hey, I'm a Dewhawk now, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, the men's and women's track and field stay hot, so they both won at Dubuque. So they're going to be our sports uh, team of the week. So Gabby Nolan. Took the crown and surprise in the 55-meter dash as she set a new Loris record of 7 seconds, 7.02 seconds. So she sent a, school, a new school record. Tariana Black was the runner-up in the event with a huge personal bet of 7.03. I mean, so that's got to be pretty close. So 7.02 and 7.03, I mean, you got to think that she probably would have set the school record, too, if Gabby wasn't running right next to her. Yeah. That's crazy that even somebody can time that or tell the difference at .01. But going back <laughs> to it, wow. Kaylee Osterberger won the 800-meter run, and her twin sister Ellie Osterberger placed third in that event as well. Cassie Russenbaum set a new facility and school record in the mile run. She broke five minutes, so that's pretty impressive. I wish I could do that. Um, highlighting Sheesh. on the men's side, the highlight of the meet was the 4x400 relay team that we previously, so they had beat their ranked, so they now set another NCAA 4x400 uh, time. So watch out for that 4x400 team as it comes to that conference tournament and that national event. And both teams will be running at the indoor conference next weekend, hosted by Luther College. All right, that brings us into our wing review this week, and we went with... Domino's Pizza this week. Um, very interesting. I will Domino's just lead off. Wings. <laughs> yeah, yes. but I'll tell you what. I'll lead off. I mean, I was not a fan. <laughs> okay, wait. Were these uh, are these like special edition or are they no, special? These are wings. Well, no. I mean, like, are they? Do they always have wings as an option? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Oh, I just never paid attention. <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah. Okay. So 
let's get into it. First off, I just want to say, so I ordered these online. And maybe... This might have been the first time that I've ever saw a picture on a menu and said, wow, those don't look good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I was not looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that little bar was set low, and it went lower. I mean... So you open the box, and you take a look. First of all, the size, tiny. They're small wings. But isn't this isn't the first small wings we've had, but that does dock it, I think, right off the bat. It's small. Then you look at the sauces. We got buffalo sauce, and what was the other one? Uh, mango habanero. Mango habanero. And the buffalo sauce, at least, it was like half the wing was dry. Very similar technique to what KFC tried to pull, <laughs> which was just like throw sauce on it and hope it hits the wing. It seemed like some half of the wing was soaked, half of it was yeah. dry. Um, At least half of it was dry where I can enjoy some of the crunch. That <laughs> no, might have been was, the soggiest wing. There was no crunch. Yeah, sog. No. Just straight soggy wings. Um, and I couldn't and get over it. Like the texture in my mouth just... It tastes a little bit like applesauce. The, ho- the, the, the mango, mango was yeah. not mango, good. Yeah, and I was mango. looking forward to that one and it was not good. The buffalo, though, had a different taste and I thought it wasn't bad. The taste, the taste was maybe, probably its best. Yeah. Thing. Oh yeah. By far. Yeah. By far, best quality. So give us the scores. All right. So Domino's pizza wings. Uh, Nick had a four point seven. Cole had a three point nine, and myself had a three point one. So <laughs> we right. averaged out at three point nine. So where does that put it on the list officially? Uh, officially, be. that is the worst wing we have. No, eaten. it was pretty bad, dude. Yeah. Okay. Casey's was next at a four point two eight. And this was what. Wow, so it's really the lowest. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm 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 hungry. I was hungry too. I just I I there's just no. I don't think you guys quite remember how bad KFC was. I just don't think I could categorize these bad of wings like KFC, Casey's, and Domino's. I would (laughs) never want to eat again, and I would never like suggest anyone eat these. That's my problem. Is like I'm rating how bad they are when they're not even good. Like I would never eat them. We threw point. out which like does, six wings. Which, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Which does kind of like confuse me about Casey's because their popcorn chicken is phenomenal. Their Casey's food is good. Yeah. Right. But yeah, no, their wings, no. And dude, I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't buy those wings. I wouldn't, like, I if you were to tell me you're going to pick up Domino's for the Super Bowl party, I'm not even picking up the wings. No, definitely not. I also, you brought up a point, you're like, man, I'm interested to try the boneless wings. And I said, no. I, Based on how bad those wings were, I wouldn't even give the boneless wings a shot. I mean, yeah, because yeah, I didn't with, say I would tr- I'd be interested. I would just say I wonder what they would be like. With boneless, crunch is even more of a factor. So the fact that these oh, yeah. had Could no you crunch. Could imagine those being soggy? If you had a soggy, non-crunchy boneless, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that that's bad. bad. That's bad. Th- their pizza's good, so they got that. Yeah, luckily, luckily, we had a pizza with it. So. <laughs> Um, all right, so that brings us to Coach's Corner. Um, this week I went with open turns. So an open turn is basically what you would think of as just a normal turn as opposed to a flip turn. So if you're swimming freestyle or backstroke, you're going to want to do a flip turn, whereas if you're swimming butterfly or breaststroke, at least in competition, you're going to want to do an open turn. So there's a lot of ways to do an open turn incorrectly. Um one of the ways would be to touch the wall and pull yourself 
up out of the water, turn around, and then push off, which is what I see most common. Um, but what you want to do is stay as low to the water as possible. Uh, you're actually going to touch with both hands because that's what you have to do legally. And then you shove one elbow back and then bring your other hand over top of your head and then push off the wall into a streamline. While you're doing that, the two most important things that you need to think of would be keeping your head low. So basically when you're doing this turn, the only thing I should see out of the water would be your head. So you get a quick breath and then you go back underwater. If even your shoulders are above the water, that's too high. Um, and that's that takes some skill to practice. Um, and then the other thing would be, and this is the tricky part, at one point, uh, nothing is touching the wall. So your hands touch. As you're bringing your knees underneath you and your feet to the wall, your hands are already leaving the wall. So there's a point in time where nothing's touching the wall. Um, so what I would want you to do to think of these two things is basically start in that position you were in last week where you're pressing your breath and you have your hands on the wall and your head in the water floating. And then basically give yourself a countdown, like a three, two, one. As soon as you hear one, you just try to get off that wall as quick as possible. Stay low and try to practice getting your feet on the wall and your hands off before your feet get there. Um, just practice those two things over and over again. Again, it's not necessarily like a traditional drill, but this would be something that would help you just get faster at open turns. That's good. So wait, does your arm that you're not bringing your elbow back, does that come out of the water? Yes. So that that arm stays on the wall longer. And then basically you're at one point, you're kind of like stiff arming the wall. Yeah, you're almost okay. in like a Heisman pose. And then that one comes over top of your head and then gotcha. down. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, kind of uh, kind of tricky to follow along when you're not in the water, and I can't demonstrate, but uh, do your best to follow along with that. I mean, maybe it's because I was watching you kind of do it, but I think I could have visualized that one. I yeah. definitely, the breathing one last week, I could have listened yeah. and then been able to do. Um, so I got a request from uh, Trent to give a, a driver uh, drill to help out with the slice. So for you former baseball players out there, um, that is very common. Um, a big old slice. Um, and to be honest, a lot of it has to do with your balance. So um, you'd think a lot of uh, we're going to break down two things. So first off, it's going to be with your balance. A lot of the time when you hit that slice, you're sitting back on your right foot and you're coming, your hips are wide open, which is allows you to come across the golf ball. And that's why it's going to be a pull and then mm. it's going to slice back. So what we what you want to focus on um, to start is getting that weight transferred from when you're going back and then transferring it to that front foot. Now your hips and your body is aligned, helping you swing through the golf ball, hitting a straighter shot. So a drill that you can do to help with that is actually it's going to be more like on the range. Um, you're going to place a golf ball underneath your right heel. That's going to help you get your weight transferred from one side to the other. And if you're sitting back, you're going to feel it in the heel of your foot. So mm -hmm. that's going to help you with weight transfer. And then a lot of it, also is going to be like the swing pass. So um, one, uh, to start, I would shorten up the swing um, because the shorter it is, the less can go wrong. Um, and then as we shorten the swing just a hair, you want to focus on swinging out to the right. So you actually want to feel like you're taking it from the inside, like keeping your arms nice and tight out to your body, and then swing it out and then finish your swing. Huh. Because in baseball – your everything is nice, short, and tight, yeah. like you're supposed to. So you're finishing through here, and then that's why you cut across the golf ball. Yeah. Okay. 
So if your hips are too quick, that can cause a slice. Yeah. Like your hips open up too quickly. I think I have that problem sometimes. So, I mean, because you're like, if you think about it, your hips are so far in front that you can't even like if you were to turn it over. That's why if your hips are way out in front, you're either going to hook the ball and it's going to go as far left as left as even possible. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to slice because the only thing that you can do is come across it and to hope it comes back. Right, right. Yeah. I spent a whole summer, because I, I always had a natural slice, and I fixed it, but then I got greedy and really wanted to just try to learn how to hit a draw. And so I spent a whole summer. Finally, I was able to get a draw. Like I had a draw locked in for like a month, and then it completely left me. I haven't been able to get back. <laughs> Beef? What are we getting you out to the golf course? Yeah, I know I need to. Uh, I'm getting te- dude. These this good weather, like this, like this past weekend is brutal. I know because it's so like there's still snow on the it ground. It just gives you so much hope, and then it's like, well, we might have like ten inches of snow. It's supposed to miss. I know us out. it is. So I good. heard that. That is good, but yeah, still, I looked. The I fact looked. that it's there and it could still snow. We've got like a month. That's it. Oh, I feel yeah. like I yeah, feel like probably. one month from today, we need to golf. Mark it down. I hope. If we're golfing, March 20, oh, what's today? March, March 24th. We need to get outside before we left for Texas, so I'll be in. That would be incredible. When do the courses open? I, mean, I know. It see, the thing is, 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 that, like, yeah. Oh, okay. I guess we'll, we'll see then. But, all right, that brings us to our next section, which is Take Back Tuesday. And this t- this week, we have who? We have Dave Swanson. So he played in the year 2000. Um, Dave Swanson holds a couple of team records. He actually... Played for Carl Tebon, um, and so he's actually known for his speed. Um, throughout his career, he batted just under 400, which is wow. pretty big fate right yeah. there. Uh, he batted 382. Swanson swiped 99 bases and drove in 97 runs. In his uh, his career, included two 10 game hitting streaks during the 2000 season. Man. Wow! And as a junior, he hit for the cycle. Against Upper Iowa, he's That's a three-time sweet. conference selection and all-region honoree. Swanson owns three po- program records and ranked eighth in the NCAA at the conclusion of his career in stolen bases. Wow! He had so, ninety-nine. He's yeah, blown away from that. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> I wonder how many times did he get thrown out yeah. trying to steal that hundredth? Man, that's that is crazy, that's pretty though. crazy. So that's a pretty recent one. Yeah. That, he he was inducted in 2017, I believe. Um, so, yeah. So, all right. The year 2000, probably not too different. 20 years ago, which is kind of scary to think that's about. 20, yeah, that's a <laughs> lot. Yeah. So, gas prices were $1.51. Okay. Which, I mean. That's, that's still right. pretty low. I mean, yeah, it is still low. Um, the population was 6.08 billion. So, what, like about a, a billion Less than now. Well, yeah, and then we were looking at this trend, though. You said that the uh, the rate has slowed down, though, since yeah. then. Yeah, so like, I have this little chart here. The 10-year growth rate in 2000 was 12.6%, and now it's in 2020, it's 8.7%. Interesting. Hmm. So that's pretty... Yeah. That's pretty drastically different, yeah. yeah. Let's go into the, uh, <clears throat> some in, of the inventions. So inventions, the f- uh, first ever camera phone... Wow, I'd be yeah. interested to see which one that like which phone it was. I know I would. That would be kind of cool to see. Um, the, remember that what year was it? We said the USB was involved uh, invented, but this is the USB flash drive, so oh, the mobile version of USB, <laughs> um, <laughs> and Bluetooth. Which, if you think about it, 
how did Bluetooth come out that long ago? And it's like just getting popular. I know. I know. Well, I remember when Bluetooth, I, well, I don't, I don't know if I remember it in 2000, but I remember early on and just being like, well, what is the point of this? Cause like there wasn't really anything that used it. Yeah. I just remember like, I think cars had it potentially some cars. They said, oh, there's Bluetooth, but I never really knew what that was. The first camera phone, Cole just pulled up on his phone and it is pretty incredible. Oh yeah! How many I pixels does it uh, say? I might. We have to post that. I think on on Twitter. I kind of remember this. I remember like ads for it. So what's it called? No, I just remember what it looks I like. I know, but what's it? Called? <laughs> You're looking at it. Uh, I don't even know if I could pronounce this. <laughs> That's why I gave you. That. <laughs> <laughs> it was made Nokia? in Japan. No, uh, the first commercial camera phone was the. Kyocera Visual Phone VP210, <laughs> released in 1999. It had only 100,000 pixels. Wow. Is that is that very little? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> now they're in like megapixels, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So that, that is a good year. And uh, the song of that year, the top charted song, is Breathe by Faith Hill. So that was all from the year 2000 um, and Dave Swanson when he played at Loris Baseball. All right. That brings us to our world record challenge this week. And Trent, you found one, I think, that you said you think you could beat. Um, I did, but I was I was going to go with a different... I'll oh, okay. talk about both of them. How about that? Okay. Because Cole and I found uh, ones that we thought were the most impressive. Um, there's just one I had in my head for a long period of time already thinking it was the most impressive. And that is... Uh, David Blaine's world record breath hold. And yeah. so he he has the record for when you're allowed to inhale pure oxygen before. And then he attempted to do the world record without doing pure oxygen before and failed. But he was really close. So the record is 17 minutes and four seconds that he held his breath for after inhaling pure oxygen. And he did it in like a... Um, he was like submerged in water in a tank. And then he attempted to do eight minutes and something seconds without oxygen. And he got to like seven something before he started seizing up and they had to pull him out. But I I watched one of them. I don't remember remember which one on TV. I think it was, I remember him being in that big glass. Yeah. Yeah. That that, to me, that's insane. 17 minutes and four seconds. You're not breathing. Yeah. That's incredible. That is insane. You know what else is insane? <laughs> eating, <laughs> eating nine powdered donuts in under a minute. Okay, or no, yes. three, minutes, three, three minutes. minutes. Three minutes. See, this is the one you think you could break, though, and we support you on this. That is true. I think out of all the Guinness Book of World Records, I think I have a chance at this one. This one, yes. there's got to be a strategy. Maybe the... Like, it's probably... I don't think it'd be, like, just going at it. Like, I think you might need to, like, take more, more time than you think because the powder... Bites, the yeah. powder would It'll get, get you. It'll get to you. You'll start coughing. But another funny one I thought of, or I found, was the most dice stacked on a cat's paw was 10 high. 
What? I feel like at that point, it's almost the cat is that talented to balance 10 dollars. Oh, I agree. Or they're asleep. Yeah, that's true. That the picture the cat is awake. Very odd. That is impressive, too. I don't understand how some of these records even, like, come to be. Who, like, who thinks of it, yeah. you know? And they're like, and someone has to deem it, like, a valid, they're like, okay. Attempt? It, yeah. Because yeah. in theory, you could do something extremely basic, but if there's no record of it, right. you could be the Guinness Book of World Records. Right. Oh, right. yeah. I mean, that's how <laughs> the Guinness Book of World Records started. I know, I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right. So mine is the longest plank record. Um, it's set by a 62-year-old ex-Marine, George Hood. He held a plank for eight hours, 15 minutes, and 15 seconds. I can hardly get my golfers to hold a plank for one minute. I was just and this say, guy yeah. just held a plank for eight hours? For a two, yeah, like a two-minute plank is, is hard. That, that, is, that might be the most impressive record I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> eight hours! <laughs> That he's is, a marine. You, I mean, he's a dude, marine. That's why. What are the parameters, though? Your mental, I guess. Like, was it uh, straight arm where you're on your elbows? Like, was it just so that? Uh, did you get soft cushions? Your knees weren't allowed to touch. I guess that's really the. We'll see what the yeah, parameters were. Yeah, I would love were. to see. We should post a YouTube video or something of this. I got the honestly, YouTube video, so we'll post it. Yeah, um, and then. But that watch is incredible. It and, yeah. Another record that you guys should all watch, uh, if you're listening out there, is the world's fastest clapper. Oh yeah, I've, uh, I've just seen the that the one. character. I think he calls himself French Toast, um, <laughs> and he's the best. So there's got to be something because he finished the event. So the previous one was eight hours and one minute. So he did this, and then as he finished the event, he did seventy five push ups. What? <laughs> I'm serious. So he's, this says he finished the event by doing seventy five push ups. That is eight unbelievable. Hours. I couldn't that even imagine. That is unbelievable. Doing any one thing for eight hours in the first place is incredible. Think about it. Sitting did, did, in the car. Get, in preparation, he's done, he did 2,100 hours of planking to prepare for that attempt. Did he get interviewed after this? Because I want to I wanna <laughs> uh, yeah, watch that interview. So. I wonder if he was like if that was even hard for him or at what so point. So he was listening to music, but I mean, still, still eight hours of music. <laughs> you could, he could have listened to Tuesdays with Nick and Cole. That might have helped. <laughs> yeah, all twenty five episodes <laughs> all now. <laughs> that is incredible, though. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one of the most impressive things I've ever heard. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> all right, that brings us to what movies has Trent not seen this week? Oh man. And you know what? I've got a I've got a pretty good one here, I think, because I think there's a 50-50 shot that you have seen it. But it's also okay, it's one of the, here, I'm gonna build this up a little bit. It's one of those movies that's that is pretty well known, but I think probably had a kind of a low budget, was overlooked at first, but be kind of became a legendary movie, at least amongst our generation. Um and it definitely was a movie I think that ended up building like a cult following. And it has a certain actor uh, Nicholas Cage oh, in it. I love Nicholas Cage. Uh, see if you can. Uh, well, I guess I won't have you guess. National Treasure. What? Are you kidding me? You've seen it? Yeah. Right, those movies are great. Okay, right. good. But good. I love I mean, the National. Wait, I love look. Those. Hey, knowing Is you, there three or only two? I think there's three. Oh man, I don't know if I've seen the third one then. Well, I'm just amazed that you've seen the first one. Why? 
Those are because, great movies. Well, yeah, they're they're great movies, but they kind of are a little bit under the radar. Yeah, I think so. Because it's like a Disney movie, isn't it? I mean, yeah, I think so. But yeah, I think everyone loves those movies. But I, I you know, a, I wasn't gonna put it past you to have not seen it. I have to give a shout out to my my friend Brock. He was a college roommate. He absolutely despised Nicolas Cage. <laughs> so we. <laughs> One year for his birthday, actually, I tried this year too. One year for his birthday, we got him a pillowcase or a pillow, like a pillowcase, and we gave it to him on a pillow, and it was just Nick Cage's face. <laughs> nice. And then That's this great. year, I tried to use. Um, have you guys heard of p- p- potato parcel? Mm-mm. Don't use it. It was terrible. <laughs> so I, it was on Shark Tank, so I thought it was cool. I was like, oh, I'm gonna get my friend Brock this potato of Nicolas Cage's face on it, <laughs> and he got it, and it was all rotten. And I was pissed, but in theory, it was a hilarious idea because it was Nick Cage's right. face, and he hates Nick Cage. How was Nick Cage's face on a potato? Well, you could put whatever you want on the on the potato, and I put Nick Cage's face on it, knowing that oh. he doesn't like Nick Cage. <laughs> the, so the invention was being able to put yeah, things mail, on a potato. No, you like mail potatoes to people. Oh, you man. could like put little messages and stuff, and I put Nick Cage's face. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, this is a terrible <laughs> idea. If they, it, I know, but. Everyone loves it. Like I heard great reviews, but somehow mine was Rob and Shark Tank invest. Uh, I don't know. I think they did. Could you send it back? (laughs) I don't know how. It's a rotten potato. What are you going to do? Right. If it wasn't what you wanted, I tried to complain on customer service and (laughs) didn't get a single response. I complained on Facebook. I complained. (laughs) I emailed them. I tried to call them. Nothing. That's great. I wonder if again he probably. I probably should ask him to take a picture of it so I could like really complain. But what's it called? Potato parcel. All right, I'm looking this up. I'm gonna order some <laughs> it's on, potatoes. I mean, it's people. off Shark Tank. It's a hilarious idea. Yeah, I wish it yeah. worked because I would do. I would do it more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's twenty dollars, but <laughs> I just it was a funny twenty dollars. I just to be find honest, it. In my opinion. I find it the funniest. Just picturing you being super pissed off about <laughs> having a, having yours be rotten. Yeah, <laughs> like trying to write bad yeah. reviews. Gosh. Yeah, that's great. All right, mine. I'm actually gonna blame on your sisters if you haven't seen it. Have you seen The Parent Trap? Yeah, that was a great movie. Oh, All right. wow. We just picked two easy movies this week. Well, we were Look, setting our act- You haven't seen yeah. Forrest Gump. <laughs> you haven't seen the a lot of classics. Hit. I know. So I was. But those are like Disney classics. I feel right. Like. Those are yeah. Both both of those movies are great. Right. So I mean, I was just hey, I was gonna blame not just you this time. So I was gonna throw it in. <laughs> Your sisters had never made you watch. I mean, I've grown up with two sisters. My, yeah. I watched that movie because of my sisters. That's though, both of those movies, just like uh, Batman. Last was that last week or two weeks ago? Oh, yeah, a while ago. Both of those movies are movies that I would see on TV and sit down and watch the rest of it, no matter nice. what. Parent Trap? Yeah, I love that movie. Hmm. It's a good movie. I do too. So. Yeah, it's good. I don't know if I'd. Rough watch week it. for you guys. Oh, for yeah. two. I thought right. there was a shot. <laughs> You'd see <laughs> it, but you Wait, know. hey, you know what I am proud of, Nick? He didn't. He chose a movie over the year like oh, 1970. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, something okay, from the last on. 20 years. <laughs> All right, so that brings us to questions from the fans. What do we got this week? All right, first one should be pretty simple. You get to pick one of these things. You, I don't know if you have to do it or you want to do it. That's up for you guys to decide. Shark diving, bungee jumping, or skydiving? Oh, man. I would, do shark, I would do shark and bungee, and I've told myself I would be able to do skydiving, but every time... I don't know. I mean, like, obviously, if I were to go up into an airplane and I was strapped to somebody, I'm going out of the airplane. But, <laughs> man, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could do skydiving. I think I could talk myself into do bungee jumping. and sh- I know I could do shark diving. Shark diving would be awesome. 
if you're in a cage, I probably would be fine. But if you're like cageless, that is uh, nuts. Dude. I mean, in the middle of the ocean, if you like go out into the deep ocean and then go shark diving, that is. Are you going professional or are you by yourself? I well, mean, like, definitely dude, professional, right? But and obviously it's safe, but. It's still creepy. No, I I don't. Rather dude, than jumping out of an airplane? Have you guys ever seen Shark no, Week? No, I would do it. I would do it more right. than jumping out of an airplane. Have you guys yeah. ever seen Shark Week? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Dude, you're more likely to get struck by lightning than you are to have a shark attack. Well, Especially in that kind of scenario. Shark attacks usually are like mistaken know, surfers still, and things like that. I don't know, that. dude. I don't trust other animals. <laughs> I'd rather trust human beings. I mean, you would Jumping out of an airplane? Uh, or getting a, a rope wrapped around her legs? If I had an option, I would say neither. None? <laughs> to none of these options. I think I'm not very adventurous. I, I actually think bungee, for me, I think would be actually the scariest. Really? I'd rather jump out of a plane than bungee. Because, I don't know, I just don't trust the bungee as much. I, because you're free-falling the entire time until the bottom, and then you launch back up. Whereas, like, you free-fall for half of it, uh, when you jump out of a plane, the other half you get to like. Enjoy. I'd probably be pass out. I'd probably be one of those that pass out <laughs> too. Yeah, that would I be crazy. Think, I feel like it's an ultimate bucket list for a lot of people to do skydiving. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, for sure. But it's expensive. My man. mom's it gone is. multiple times. Really? And she always is trying to convince me to go. I'm like I, don't I know. really don't, I don't know about unless it. like I knew I was dying or something. I don't think I would do any of these three. Oh. <laughs> I, d- I actually do kind of want to go shark diving at some point, or like, at least scuba diving. With like stingrays? Yeah, like at least like a cool scuba dive somewhere. I have okay. to do that. But I, you have to, the problem is you have to get certified and all that. Yeah. And that you also need to do it before all the coral reefs go extinct. That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. All right, next one. <laughs> what is the weirdest Wikipedia rat, uh, rabbit hole you've been down? <laughs> um,. I, I like going down Wikipedia rabbit holes yeah. because you just keep clicking. Like anytime there's a link on something you're semi-curious about, it, you just click <laughs> it. Um, but I think the the weirdest slash coolest one was I was watching the HBO show uh, about the nuclear explosion. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched that at all. Oh, but it was really Ch- good. Uh, Chernobyl? Yeah, 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 yeah. Chernobyl. Man, that is a and great so the, I was like, series. The, they were talking about nuclear power plants and all, and I was like, how how does this work? So I started Wikipediaing nuclear fission. Oh yeah, and just going down the the rabbit hole of like naturally occurring isotopes and yeah. things like that. So that was probably the weirdest one for me, but fascinating nonetheless. Yeah. I think I've done that same thing too, with yeah shows are the ones stuff. shows always get me to go down yeah. a rabbit hole. Oh yeah, That's ones that are based on real life. Mine was writing a college paper. <laughs> now they clearly say don't go to Wikipedia, but so mine was actually for uh, we were developing like a structure for one of my sports management classes and um mine i was looking at different ones and then dude i had gotten so far into like what different seats have go into bleachers um i'd gone down into different textures of different basketball courts how much it would cost to like build like an ice skating rink on top of the basketball court i mean dude i had dove so deep just clicking through wikipedia that's true for a paper I mean, I didn't use those. I obviously went to scholarly resources. But <laughs> I was going to say, you learned that in like middle school. Now. Hey, here's a little Wikipedia hack for you, though. If you go to Wikipedia go and to then the you go to the bottom oh, yeah. and use what their sources were. Go to where the footnote is. Okay. Yeah. And you click those links. I mean, it's obviously, like a lot of them aren't scholarly either, but yeah. sometimes you do find one that's yeah. legit. 
Another one that I go into sometimes is like after what was the movie we went and saw in the fall? Uh, it was with the guy with Paul Blart. Who's Paul? Uh, Kevin the, James. The Olympic. Yeah. yeah. Like I go on like either like bombing like series or like murders like those just like really interest oh, me. Yeah. So yeah. like I'll just go into like oh the yeah I know what those. movie you're talking about. What yeah, that yeah. Was not Paul Blart. <laughs> it wasn't Isn't Kevin James. It it, no, it looked like him <laughs> kind of. And it was Richard Jewell. Richard Jewell. Yeah. But like those kind of like I'll go into that and like see like how true that movie is. Yeah, I like did that. that. Like I read that. I do yeah. all yeah. that. Either those or like sometimes like prisons or like stuff like that. Those are, oh, for I, some reason are really interesting to me. I, I we just I think we all just did it when we watched Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, we were yes, all we Wikipedia yeah. like all right, what exactly what happened, happened? and yeah. all that. Yeah, that's, that's very true. That's crazy. All right, this is a mind blowing question. <laughs> Are there any missing letters in the alphabet, or are there any letters that can be removed from the alphabet? Okay, so we were talking about this off air a little bit, and I brought up that you could potentially take K out of the alphabet, but I was presented an argument whereas in what would you do when you have a word that's supposed to be KH, like a KHO? What is it? Because K-H? if it's. It's just it's no, just, no, no, no. But what's a word that has kh? I'm trying to think. I don't know, but I'm sure there is one. And <laughs> I mean, so, uh, who presented this to you that you said that you were presented with yeah, this information? Nuge. Uh, uh, and therefore, if you insert a c with a ch, it's going to change it to a ch. Khalifa. Oh uh, yeah. Seems like a lot yeah. of names. Ka, but can you well, tell yeah, me that you names don't CA? count. Yeah, you could just take out Ka. the kh and just do c. Ca. Khalifa. I guess, but like the H kind of is Con. there. Con. Con. That's a name, though, isn't it? Oh, khaki. That would probably be. Well, I mean, you could do it C A, but and it'd still kind of sound the same. But yeah. I guess maybe. I mean, you probably so, yeah, could so phonetically. K-H. You probably could get rid of. K. Yeah, I think you could. Mine's about, X. Yeah, but X. X was X was a great one because that's that, a good point. And we were thinking like exit. <laughs> exit was my argument, but then the counter argument <laughs> to that was great. Exit. E G G Z I T. Yeah. Exit. You could just use a Z anywhere that you needed an X. Just Almost. About, yeah. Like, is, are there any words that end in an X? But it, it'd probably be silent. Like oh, X. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Margot, but that's a name. Unorthodox? Oh. Oh. C O K or O C K S. Ox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you spell socks that way. Chatterbox. Oh, box. B-O-K. <laughs> if we don't B-O-C-K- give it a K. B-O-C-K-S. Yeah, if we don't. Box. Box. That'd be that would be how you spell socks. Yeah. Yeah, you could get rid of X. Unorthodox. What, what is... Th- yeah, it's kind of a redundant... Yeah, so you could... All right, at the end of the word. Oh, here's hard. one. So the KH, I was looking at backhand because the back and then the hand. So, like, you know, well, you're just making two different words. What are you talking about? Backhand? Is that one word? Yeah. I'm looking at it. Scramble words with KH. (laughs) Well, why couldn't it be B A C H A N D? You said we'd get rid of H. No, you'd get rid of K, but that's just backhand. Oh, yeah. The CK gives the Oh, yeah. yeah. 
do two C's. B A C C. Yeah. H-A-C-C. No, I think that'd still be Bach. No, because it, that'd be like that's like Tucci. If you were to be Italian, the two C's make a ch sound. Oh uh, yeah, I guess that's possible too. <laughs> Can't you just do B A C dash hand? <laughs> I mean, they, but it's still Bach. That would still be Bach. The B A C would be Bach. Can't you add a, a little <laughs> tilde over the A to make the ass? <laughs> um, there you go. This is a good question. I good really one. want people to like tweet at us or talk to us about this. <laughs> or one, they're just I gonna really, call you an idiot. <laughs> I mean, like, this is interesting. Yeah. Wait, what were the other words that ended in X? I saw some up there. Uh, chicken pox. Well, all the all the. So here's another one. I think the CKS takes care of any Appendix. sort of Appendix. Appendix. Yeah, I C K S. You could X. X. It's the same sound. Yeah. So like X ox, all that can all be solved with a CKS. Yeah. So here's another thing. Why do why does a U always have to follow a Q? Like, like there's like two words out there, but like why? <laughs> well, you're living in a city that's spelled that way. <laughs> I mean, I understand uh, that, but. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I'm like what, well, what's the, what's the origin of that? Is that French? What the Q U E? Well, I mean, just Q U, but well, like the Italian. The, yeah. Oh, it's, oh. It's no, Italian. that's K. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. No. Q U E ending. So you is could. What so A. Here you go. So you for back. No. I was trying to see if you could use the Q-U-E. Oh, maybe. Instead of backhand. B-A-Q-U-E. <laughs> yeah. yeah, back. You could do back. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> man. Oh, man, I screwed myself. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, no, that's for this K, is... so the X is still... So right. I guess K you could get well, rid you... of, too. Yeah. K you could get rid of. K but... and X? That's the question. Can you get rid of both? I don't think so. You'd have to keep one or the other. Yeah, probably. Um. Could you get like you'd still Here's say? Here's one. I got one for X. <laughs> Dexter. D e c k t e r s. Dexter. Dexter. Yeah, it would. I mean, it'd be a little weird. No, you'd have but... to do D e c k s t e r. Oh yeah, yeah. You'd Dexter. have to throw an S oh, in there. Man. Imagine spelling would be so <laughs> weird. I mean, yeah, it would make it the language us. so yeah. much yeah. more work. And I'm, you can't really add a letter. There's no. That's hard to think about. No. If you think about it. <laughs> I've thought about it before. We'd need more time. I'm going to keep thinking about this. <laughs> I, I want to add a letter. But I would love to hear if anyone has any theories of either taking letters away or adding a new one. It'd be, be very cool. hard to add a vowel. Every like any sort of vowel is there. Nice. When you brought up vowel. When you think about it though, how do you come up with a language? No, I agree. So I think like some <laughs> well, that's a late Monday night <laughs> Tuesday morning night thing. <laughs> and yeah. But also, when you bring up vowels, I always think of uh, Ted and he goes, You can sing any 90s rock song just saying, I don't know you. We just oh, sing yeah, you like yeah. the vowels. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good movie. Oh, man. All right. Last question. Uh, what are you most looking forward to uh, in this upcoming semester? Whether it's with your sports or academically or on the campus, anything? So, well, first off, um, I'm super excited for about Loris Athletics. 
um, both finishing up the winter seasons and then getting started into some of the spring seasons. One, our our winter season, we are spoiled um, with the teams that we have in the winter. Um, with the women's basketball team ranking, being ranked in the top ten, Renton's wrestling, are they are they ranked number one? I honestly haven't looked. Wrestling? Yeah. I don't know if they've came out with a new Right, so with yet. them beating the number one team in the country, um, then with the men's basketball team, they were receiving votes there for a little bit. Um, I mean, they're just if they weren't injured, they would be mm-hmm. be doing a lot better. Yeah. Um, and then the men's women's track teams, um, indoor, and then them going to outdoor, um, seeing if they can defend their title um, outdoor would be awesome. So, mm-hmm. um, the athletic side of things, uh, but then to continuing uh, some of the Loris uh, traditions and learn a little bit more about Duhok Day. Yeah, Duhok Day is always a good time. Yeah, tell us a little bit more. Oh man, so Duhok Day. Um, maybe next week, I don't have a full schedule with me right now, but next week we'll go through a full schedule for the day. Uh, but Duhok Day is our, our day of giving for the college. Um, so in previous years, we've always tried to get uh, 1450, 1,450 donors, which is our address, 1450 Alta Vista. Right. This year, brand new goal, 1839. Do you guys know what that yeah, signifies? The year that, <laughs> that brings yes. it back to like week one of this podcast. Oh, yeah. Come on. Um, so our goal, new goal is 1,839 donors. Um, there's events all day on campus. Um, there's events in big cities across the country. Um, that's actually one of our challenges this year is to get uh, a donation out of each of the 50 states. Oh, wow. Um, so there's tons of different challenges, um, tons of different events on campus. Um, you can go to loris.edu slash Duhawk Day uh, for more information. Um, and then next week we'll go over a uh, full day of schedule um, and stuff you could do around. Well, there. here's my question. This is the most simple question, um, but how do you donate? Uh, you could go to, well, if you go to loris.edu slash Duhawk Day, there'll be giving links or okay. there's loris.edu slash giving. Um, there's tons of ways. You could call the alumni office, the advancement office. If you just call Loris College, they could direct you to right. um, a way to donate. Um, but loris.edu is a good starting place, and then you could always do uh, – Slash giving or slash do hawk day. Sounds good. All right, we finish it off with a dad joke here. So the dad joke of the week. My boss told me to have a good day. So I went home. <laughs> you get it? Like have a good day. Like and then he just so it was like early, oh eight o'clock. Oh my god. Go home. Like have a good day. No, that's a bad one. All right, that might be worse <laughs> All right, yet. fine. I'll find that one. Is there a, you know what we need? You know uh, those soundboards? Yeah. Where it's like you can just press the button and like there's like different ones, but we yeah. need like a boom. <laughs> <laughs> I could add that one in. I'll add yeah. that in for this one. Thanks for listening in. Tuesday's Nick and Gold. Catch you next week.